and welcome back to Beaniology. I'm excited to be here with you guys this evening as we're going to start by recapping UFC 264 and what a wild night that started out to be. And how the Bucks' aggressive play may have changed the landscape of the series going forward. How Italy got the win over England over penalty kicks to win the European Championship Cup. And how Otani has taken over MLB by storm. Had a great guest speaker in Ishmael Davis, former four-year starter at Texas State Football. Great guy, wild career, and very interesting interview. Don't miss it. We're going to break down Beaniology Grind Series Part 2 and 3. And then we're going to finish with what to look forward to in sports for the rest of this weekend. Let's get started. UFC 264 started off with Sean O'Malley, a rising star in the UFC. And let me tell you, this guy is incredible. I haven't seen anything like it for a long time, maybe since McGregor first stepped in the ring and brought so much noise and excitement. Sean O'Malley is the real deal. I cannot wait to keep watching his career. I will say if there's anybody that I'm betting on to be UFC's top dog going ahead for the future is going to be Sean O'Malley. Well, let's not discredit anything that his competitor, Chris Motino, he deserves a lot of respect. He took a series of leg kicks, punches, big shots, all fight. And he lasted all the way to the third round. But by the end of it, Sean O'Malley finally won in a TKO decision. That was broken up by Herb Dean. But let me tell you, I got to reiterate, Sean O'Malley is the real deal. Now let's get talking about Taya Tuovasa and his explosive defeat over former NFL star Greg Hardy in the first round knockout. I've never seen a 6'5 guy get dropped like that happened there that night. Um, Tui Vasa is another exciting guy. Um, after each fight, he loads a boot or a shoe with a beer and throws that thing down. Um, if you haven't seen it, go watch any clip. Uh, Taya Tuavasa, he's uh, he's a character, but man, he can fight. Um, that was an incredible recap. Gilbert Burns beating Stephen Thompson as the co-main event. That was a that was a toss-up. It was a unanimous decision. But going into the fight, Wonder Boy was definitely the underdog. But Burns came to fight, and uh, that was an exciting one. Well, let's get talking about the main event, because that is that has brought a lot of noise and a lot of chatter. So Dustin Poirier ended up defeating Conor McGregor via 
TKO after the first round due to Conor McGregor simply breaking his leg. Um, it was pretty horrific. I'm not going to lie. Just watching it and uh, seeing the recap, it's pretty cringy. But going in prior to it, um, Poirier had a command in that first round. Uh, it started with McGregor coming out hot, dropping some leg kicks that landed. But he made a mistake and went for a guillotine, which was a high-risk move. And that gave Poirier the control. And Poirier, from there on out, the rest of that round, started wailing in on McGregor. And, you know, I'm not saying it's just a freak accident of what happened to McGregor's leg. But Poirier was in a commanding control and um, very unfortunate. And I have no doubt that there is going to be a recap of there's going to be a potential McGregor Poirier down the road somehow in some form or fashion. I believe there is going to be a Poirier McGregor round four. I'm just calling it now. It just can't end that way. Um, when it happened, it was it was shocking. Um, and then how it ended with, you know, Poirier saying what he did, McGregor sitting on the laying on the ground, um, not never. I mean, he a broken leg and all. He definitely still left in McGregor fashion. Um, yeah, there's just too much there. To have that be the end, end of that, let's just say that rivalry. Now let's recap the NBA Finals Game 3. Milwaukee Bucks came out hot. They came out firing on all cylinders. Giannis putting up 40-10 and 10 again for the second time in a row was big. Uh, they also just played physical basketball, which is what they need to do with a depleted Big men for the Phoenix Suns. They were relying heavily on DeAndre Ayton with Sark going down, and they needed to put the pressure. They got hands in the face, forced Phoenix into tough shots, and it was actually Devin Booker's worst performance so far in the NBA playoffs. Now, going forward, Milwaukee took that momentum, and in game four, Phoenix came out hot. They came out firing, and they controlled most of the first half. But they allowed Milwaukee to stay in it and uh, went tied into going into half. Now, Phoenix came back out of the halftime, had a strong performance in quarter number three. But Milwaukee, they stayed close. And then going into the fourth quarter, Phoenix just never put him away. Chris Paul had a turnover problem for most of the night. Devin Booker was on point, got 42 points. He was incredible. He did everything he could, but Milwaukee getting a 40-game performance from Chris Middleton in the end came back and tied the series 2-2. Two to two. So this series got very interesting. Looking forward, it's going back to Game 5 in Phoenix, but we've got a series on our hands, folks, and I am waiting to see what is in store for Game 5. So let's go into... European Championship Cup. Italy defeating England 3-2. to 
in penalty kicks. England hasn't won a major title since 1966, and they were looking to rewrite that history. World Cup was was hosted in London, month-long tournament for the European 2020 Cup. England started off the game hot, scoring in the first two minutes. But Italy battled back, and it came down to penalty kicks. Italy won the shootout 3-2, to two, ending with Gianna Luigi, Donnarumma, the Italian goalkeeper, pushing away the final kick by Bukayo Saka, which led to an eruption of a celebration. So let's get talking about some MLB baseball. They reached a halfway point, got to All-Star Weekend, and the story so far of the season is Shohei Otani, a two-way phenom, being the first player to be selected at the All-Star Game as a pitcher and a hitter, as well as being the starting pitcher of the All-Star Game and leading off. Uh, this guy's stat line is incredible. It's a starting pitcher, has a four and one record, and an ERA of 349. Hitting wise, he is leading the majors with 33 home runs and third in the MLB with 70 RBIs. He's being compared to Babe Ruth, the great Babe Ruth. But crazy enough, Otani this season has hit more home runs and struck out more batters in the first half of this season than Babe Ruth did back in 1918 and 1919 combined. So it is remarkable what this man is doing. He's the first Japanese-born player to ever compete in the Home Run Derby as well. Keep an eye out for him and recap in the halfway season. Um, MLB is in a turnover of former great all-stars to where they're now into a young era of great talent. Fernando Tatis Jr. for the San Diego Padres is amazing. Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s son, uh, or junior, I apologize, he won the all-star game MVP. So keep an eye out for all the rising stars around the league, but Shohei Otani is no joke. Put him on your radar. He is here to stay, and it's exciting what he has in store for the rest of his career. Now we are going to head to break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by former four-year starter at Texas State University football, Ishmael Davis. Maybe you're renovating your office space. You may be remodeling your kitchen. At Earl's Cabinets, we carry high quality wood cabinets below market price. Features such as dovetail drawers with undermount drawer suspension, along with soft closed doors, and so much more. You can find us at 721 Rody Road, Kyle, Texas 78640. Or contact us at 737 
Can't wait to transform your dream into a reality. special ad brought to you by Beanieology. Do you struggle with weight loss? If so, I'm here to help. So I struggle with three things so far in the gym and those three things would be weight loss, consistency, and weightlifting gains. So I decided to try out Beanieology for the first time and from that very first day I knew that program right there was right for me. I'm telling you the energy they had, the push they have, the drive they have is excellent and what I was looking for. Now we do a little 50-50 which would be field work and inside the weight room. And the field work we do on a daily basis transitions to the exercise movements that we do in the gym. And I've seen a faster progress within time and with beniology than I have within time in any other training session. But that's not even it. That's just the start, baby. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it here in beniology, baby. Let's get it. We are back, joined by four-year starter at Texas State as a special teams war daddy and a defensive end, Ishmael Davis. How are you doing, Ish? I'm good. How are you doing, man? Hey, always great, my guy. Always great. So, we're going to dive right in. First, I'm going to let you reflect a little bit. So, I found out. Your brother played at Howard Payne, so football runs in the blood. Tell me a little bit yeah. about that. So, uh, growing up, my dad was an all-star. Played, um, he actually played college too at Tennessee. But, um, yeah, I always wanted to be like my dad growing up. And he's been playing football forever. So, I started young, just playing football with him. Uh, loved, found a passion in it. Loved it. And I thought about it. So, I just went out there and played, man. Hey, you definitely played. I'll say that. So we're going to go back to your days. So take you back to 2015, your freshman year. You started every game on special teams and even got in as a, as a linebacker. Racked up 10 tackles at Georgia Southern. Let me know about your freshman year. So came in as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a gray shirt. Came in, um, had to make a name for myself because I was a walk-on. So being a walk-on, it was kind of hard, but it wasn't at the same time because as much work as you put in is how they're going to represent you, regardless of, like, your standing. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. You know, like, I don't hear I outperform scholarship players. So when, you, when you're doing what you got to do, like, they're going to see you. Like, and like what my coaches always say is that you are what you think. They can't, they can't, like, they literally cannot reject you if you put in good stuff on tape. You know what I mean? 100%. It's the tape that matters, my guy. Yes, always. So I went out there, played, uh, played on every special teams. It was fun. But I did play a lot of defense as, as, a, as a friend. So I played in every single game, I think except one. As a freshman, even when we played for a state, that was insane. Oh, I bet. That is, it's a different level ball. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. We're going to feed off that because 2016, you mentioned you were a walk on. You actually earned a scholarship that year, oh, which, yeah. 
which is incredible because, I mean, I know how at Texas State during my time, it's not easy to get a scholarship if you're a walk-on in that program. So tell me how that was. I mean, like I said, man, you just you, you are what you put on tape. Man. Hard work will always pay off. You know what I mean? 100%. When, when, when talent don't work, hard work beats it. That makes sense. 100%. And shoot, blocked kicks. I don't even know if you know this. You were number five nationally and blocked kicks that year. I did not know that. There you go. <laughs> I never do that. Yes, sir. Which blocking kicks, that is all 100% effort. Oh, yes. So that tells the tale. So talk to me about how 2017 was. That was when you got injured. And um, what was it? like um in that side of it when you are dealing with the season and the injury and the recovery process i mean to be honest it's like that's detrimental to a to an athlete you know what i mean you tear your acl you think i'm never going to come back this mm-hmm. and that was my mind but my mindset was also i'm gonna come back better you know mm-hmm. so i was having a great season when i got injured i was having a great i got racked 19 tackles in three games or something four games, three or four games, I got hurt. But that, that was going to be my year. I was like, yeah, this is the one. I'm going to go off. And I got injured, so, you know, everything reverted. Like, my brain, all I thought was, am I going to come back from this? Like, but you also got to feed yourself, like, positive energy because you can't just feed off the negative. Because you could, you could sit here and, like, complain about it, complain about it, complain about it. Or you can go to rehab every day. You can do the extra stretching every day. You can, you can do something every day that's going to make you better on and off the field and outside the facility. You know what I mean? 100%. So I had to learn. I had to learn that. That was a huge thing. I had to learn how to be productive off out of the facility when I was by myself and when I was in the facility. So when I was by myself, I would be at home. I'd be in the pool every day, stretching. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, ain't no way this is going to hold me back. So I mean, I came back stronger, so it wasn't really too bad. It was a journey for sure. Definitely. But you did. That was when I actually joined the staff that year was when you were coming back. 2018th, you were actually 17th in the Sun Belt in tackles for loss that year. Oh, yeah. That was fun. It was a good year. I'm not going to lie. That defense was that tough. Was like, and that's what's crazy. That was my hardest year, man. That was my hardest year because coming back from the injury was like, it was weird. I had to learn, like, I was a little timid, if that makes sense. Well, you definitely, you didn't just do it on the field, though-ish, because that year is actually the year you got the Academic Achievement Award. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't even remember, man. <laughs> That's crazy, though, because, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're balling on the field, but, you know, it's one of those things, like, being a college athlete, it entails a lot. It is your life. It is your daily life. But being able to not just be getting your work done, but making an impact. Other than like there is college students out there that struggle with just school alone, but you being able to do both and not just performing on the field, but performing at a high level and in the classroom. That is, uh, that is remarkable. 
But now going into 2019, that was your senior season. I'm curious because that was when the big coaching change happened. How was that uh, basically transitioning from Coach Withers' era, because you were with him for most of his years, to transitioning to Spavidols? I'm just curious. um, How was that experience? It was different. It was really different because you got Coach Withers who's been a coach for a long time, like a head coach for a long time. And and he's an older coach, and he he follows this, this trail of coaching. Like, you know what I mean? But he also brings the foundation to the program. So it's hard when you have to switch from learning how to do everything one way and then switch into a coach who was new to coaching at the time, yeah. new to a head coach position. Yeah. And and he's doing things different. But, like, like I told you earlier, like, you can't let adversity beat you. Like, you got you to gotta find a way. Like, it was different, but sometimes change is good. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, change is always different at first, but when you adapt to it, get used to it, it has its pros and it has its cons. But once you make the adjustments, you feel that you gain more knowledge out of the situation than maybe than you were able to obtain prior to it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and especially like with having a different foundation, I was able to coach younger players and show them different ways to do things. Like, for instance, the, the foundation changed yeah. this back end. It changed. Everything wasn't the same. But I, I still have principles in me from Withers that I would tell younger younger uh, athletes. Because it was like, there was things you get taught that you can't forget. 100%. And there was things you bring with you throughout life, you know? And if I can sit here and touch somebody else, no, and I'm not going to be in the program forever. I can sit here and teach these younger cats. They can learn it. They can take it. And they can go down the list too. And they can just keep going down. And it's- Throughout my time, um, you were always you're genuine. You were a uh, just a great dude to be around um, on and off the field. I mean, you even though the scenario you could mess up on a play, um, which it takes a lot of – it's tough for a lot of kids is they'll – they can't do the, okay, a play is, is three seconds, three seconds of existence, and then it's the next one. And yes. you found a way to be able to, so I guess I could answer that question for you. You were able to take a play, three seconds, whether it's a crazy, amazing, successful play, or you ju- you messed up your assignment, you know what the hell you're doing, and three seconds, and it's out of existence. You're moving on to the next one. And um, that's what I always uh, – that was a great trait that I could see. And honestly, you you were always able to keep the environment in not too serious environment, which approaching life, definitely, that's what I've learned just so far in my time of the professional career aspect. Um, you can't take yourself that serious. You can't treat life so seriously. I mean, life, life's too short to not have fun, if that makes sense. 100%. Well, Ish, I will not take any more of your time. I am very happy that you came on and joined me. And um, it was awesome. Um, I'm glad to hear from you. And 
Shoot. You keep doing big things, my guy. Thank you, brother. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me on the thing. Thank you for having me on the <laughs> We're going ahead to break. When we come back, we're going to dive in deep of Beneology, the Grind series, part two and part three. Are you a new homeowner? Maybe you're renovating your office space. You may be remodeling your kitchen. At Earl's Cabinets, we carry high-quality wood cabinets below market price, features such as dovetail drawers with undermount drawer suspension, along with soft-closed doors, and so much more. You can find us at 721 Rody Road, Kyle, Texas, 78640, or contact us at 737-404-9630. Can't wait to transform your dream into a reality. And a special ad brought to you by Beneology. Let's get down to business. I'm here because I feel you have what it takes to get to the best level. No, I'm not just talking about a Power 5 university. I'm talking about the big time NFL. You are built different. Freshman year in college, played with, trained with Super Bowl champion Tyreek Hill. Go to my coaching days, worked with Cincy McCormick, second team preseason All-American Cincy McCormick. Bijan Robinson, top Heisman candidate coming out. Oh yeah, also Sam Ellinger, the now backup quarterback at the Indianapolis Colts. I'm not telling you all this to try to flex on you. I'm telling you all this because I have seen, worked with, trained with, and know what it takes to get to that elite level. I'm not here to waste your time or your money. I want to provide you the tools and the knowledge of what it takes to step foot on campus from day one and be one of the most ruthless individuals on that gridiron. Let me know when you are ready to maximize your full potential. So now it's time to talk about Beneology and the Grind Series Part 2. So we added Vinny to the roster along with John from the first week. And this brought an element of group training which the importance of group training has a couple of dimensions. It allows you to not just compete with yourself, but you get to compete with someone else that is there learning with you and motivating you to, and kind of giving you just a little competitive edge of, you know, I want to learn this and pick this up a little bit more. Um, and trust me, it is all in, in good fun, and um, we got after it. But the day started with the warm-up with lateral emphasis. And the importance of the lateral movements was activating our body to create the change of direction moving forward that was beginning to get crucial. 
So as we go into the agility ladder sequence, the sequence that I is for me, this is my sequential method that I'll even give you guys. Um, you go one foot in each box first way through, and then you burst five yards. And then when you're coming back, you go two feet in each box, burst five yards. Then you go into a football shuffle. It's going laterally and going two feet in the box. And you're going to do that there, down, and back. Then you go into the icky shuffle with one foot out of the box. Now, icky shuffle is laterally foot replacing your feet. And you start on the first way down with going one foot out of the box. And when you're coming back, you go two feet out of the box. And this, the progression helps get you working on the change of direction. So moving forward, have two feet in, two feet out hops going down. Now these help build and get your body active of getting ready for plyometric training. And on the way back, you go two feet in, two feet out, feet replacement, which that helps work on not just your feet quickness, but it helps working on um, just basically putting all of the movements that we've had together, putting in one, and it, it helps test your mechanical receptors and your firing units in your brain. And last but not least, we go to the skis laterally, which are essentially one foot in, one foot out scissors, they've been called. And on the way back, you go lateral two feet in, two feet out. Now this helped work similar to the forward two feet in, two feet outs. Uh, this helps work the lateral movements that we, I refer back to the warm up of what we were trying to emphasize. Now, the importance of this variation is helps not just get your body ready for the movements going forward, but it helps work forward movements as well as lateral movements and getting your feet acclimated, your ankles warm, your ligaments and your joints loose for the movements going forward. So this led into our sled push circuit. Now let's break down what circuit training actually is. It's high volume, low resistance, about two to three minutes of rest intervals, improving cardio, muscle tone, and variation in your workouts. So five reasons why I incorporate circuit training in my program. First, combine strength and cardio that gives you maximum results. Second, the workouts can be short while extremely effective. Most circuit training workouts last about 25 to 30 minutes, give or take. Third, it increases your metabolism. Your metabolic heart rate, it stays high throughout the day and it burns more calories. Four, 
beats the exercise born. No matter what routine you're doing, people can get bored and exhausted of the same routine. Circuit training shakes that up. And finally, the results, they come faster. The body is changing from exercise to exercise and your heart rate is accelerated. This is what leads to increasing your definition and your weight loss a lot more rapidly than your other progressive training movements. So now referencing back to the sled push circuiting, we exhibited our heart rate, gave each other enough time to rest in between, but not enough rest time to where the workout stayed effective throughout the entire duration of the circuit. And we capped off the grind part two with learning how to flip the tire adequately as we broke down in episode one. So now we piggyback to the grind series part three. And our key focus was deceleration. Now, what deceleration is, is you must absorb the force through flexion of the ankle, knee, and hip, which is aided by the initial rearward body lean, which is what we focused on in our last sequence of the warm-up of discussing activating those muscle groups through the warm-up and going back to the rearward body lean the extent of the lean is the initial velocity of the athlete and the muscles in this action of deceleration movement is the body's mass under a high eccentric which is a lengthening action load controlling the rate of deceleration to either a standstill or to a speed at which the change of direction or skill can be executed. The arms continue to oppose the movements of the lower body, which aid that absorption of force and providing help to control the athlete's balance and the center of mass. A few examples of deceleration in sports-related movements is when a receiver is rapidly decelerating to create space from a defender and to change the direction. Or a tennis player that's decelerating to execute a stroke while running laterally. And that concluded our movement analysis for our drill training. And that led to our circuit consisting of our battle rope, box jumps, sled push, and tire flips. Now, box jumps are a new movement that we incorporated that will be discussed furthermore in our next episode. But this circuit is building a foundation of the movements that we've previously discussed and putting them all into a circuit style platform which optimizes the resistance training and cardio to ultimately maximize our results. So that concludes the Beneology, the Grind Series, Part 2 and Part 3.
We are going to head a break. When we come back, we're going to give you a forecast of what to look forward to this weekend in sports. Are you a new homeowner? Maybe you're renovating your office space. You may be remodeling your kitchen. At Earl's Cabinets, we carry high quality wood cabinets below market price. Features such as dovetail drawers with undermount drawer suspension, along with soft closed doors, and so much more. You can find us at 721 Rody Road, Kyle, Texas 78640 or contact us at 737-404-9630. Can't wait to transform your dream into a reality. And a special ad brought to you by Beneology. Do you struggle with potentially plateauing in the weight room? Or maybe you just want to gain more strength and you don't know how. Um, my experience that I've had with Brady and Beniology in the last five weeks, um, it's been a lot. Uh, I feel like these past five weeks have gone by super fast with Brady, um, but I've definitely learned a lot. Uh, doing a lot of things I had never done before. Just a little background, I was not athletic growing up, never played sports, um, but you know, I do enjoy working out. Uh, a lot of the workouts I used to do were squat, bench, deadlift, like powerlifting style, um, but working with Brady, he's definitely got me out of my comfort zone, has me doing a lot of footwork, uh, you know, uh, fast twitch movements and stuff like that. I barely even know what they're called right now, but we're learning. Um, no, but, you know, exploring these new ways to fitness, you know, there's not just one way of doing things or not one way to gain strength. Um, incorporating different things um, has definitely helped me. because. What to look forward to this weekend will be the 2021 Golf Open Championship going on all weekend. Should be exciting. UFC Fight Night. Got Islam Makachev, who's holding a 19-1 record. will be facing off against Tiago Moises, who's 15-4 in the octagon. But clear schedules. Saturday night, you got the NBA Finals Game 5. Milwaukee Bucks made it very interesting. Tying up the series 2-2. Two two. It's going back to Phoenix. It should determine what the forecast is for the rest of the finals as the winner of Game 5 will hold a big advantage going into Game 6. So there is a lot at stake. You don't want to miss out, and that is Saturday night, prime time. So that concludes Beneology Episode 2. Thank you for joining in. I want to give a special thanks to Ishmael Davis for joining us. And it was a good episode. And I cannot wait to see you guys again next week. Stay safe over the weekend. And I'll see you back here 
next time.